What's up, family? Welcome to Speak. So glad to have you. If it's your first time, stay for a while. It's a great hang. That is Dave Hellman, NFL insider. This is the brilliant Joy Taylor and Eagles all-time rushing leader, LaShawn Shady McCoy. But transitioning to some football because it's been a wild, wild day. The Ravens, we know they're in the playoffs. They play the Bengals on Sunday. But the news that has captivated the football world for the last 18 weeks, it's all about that man on your screen, Lamar Action Jackson. 2019, a unanimous MVP, but he has not been at practice in the last 30-plus days dealing with a knee injury. Head coach John Arbaugh was asked if his quarterback yesterday asked of him and said, quote, I don't really have an update right now. It's still up in the air. Remember, Lamar Jackson has a PCL injury. And Shady, all things considered, Lamar's earned the franchise tag, period. Mm. All that pay him the money, all that show him the money, all of that good stuff has amounted now in Lamar earning himself a franchise tag. Ravens fans have to be frustrated. I know head coach John Harbaugh is frustrated. I know the entirety of that organization is frustrated because LaShawn McCoy, he has missed 10 games in the last two seasons. That's more than Kyler Murray. That's more than Dak Prescott. That's more than Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes. That is more than any top 10 quarterback. Lamar Jackson has missed the most. 10 games in the last two seasons. The best ability in America. It is availability. And Lamar Jackson has, for whatever reason, been unavailable. For that's the first reason he's earned the franchise tag. Second reason he's earned the franchise tag is... The Ravens have been Super Bowl contenders the last three seasons. Three years ago, they lose by 14 points in the playoffs to the Buffalo Bills. Lamar Jackson throws a pick six. That was a 14-point swing. They lost by 14 points. Last year, they were on track to be the number one seed in their division, win the division. Lamar Jackson gets hurt. They missed the playoffs. This year, they were going to win the division once again. Lamar Jackson gets hurt, and now they have to play a road playoff game. How can you commit long-term money to a person who you don't know if he's going to be there long-term? The last note I will make is this, 2-5. I get it. Lamar saved Harbaugh's job. But how long are you going to hold that over Harbaugh's head? Like, you saved his job four years ago. But I hate the person who does a favor for you and then consistently reminds you four and five years later, hey, but remember when I loaned you $100 way back when? Don't keep holding that over my head. You did me that favor. <laughs> that debt is now cleared. Lamar Jackson, franchise tag him, but I don't think you can pay him long term sure, money. The $100 helps you out. Helps you out. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go in a different direction here. Talk to is, it my, is it my go? No, all you. <clears throat> all you, big dog. So Joe Burrow says something like, you know, his Super, his super Bowl window is while he's still. Yes, sir. Always open. So why not? Is that, that's not the same for Lamar Jackson. It's the same. He's a franchise quarterback. Joe got hurt. That was a Super Bowl. Everybody forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson has been hurt. Can't deny that. That's the proof in it. Yep. But the thing is, when he's there, you have that window of a Super Bowl chances. Right? With, you, you okay? <laughs> I'm allergic what, to what you're saying. What Lamar, what Lamar Jackson you have a chance to win a Super Bowl? Do what, you? Yeah. Yes. Based on what? You have a chance. Based on what? Burrow opened the window, didn't he? 2-5. He went to a Super Bowl last year. So when Burrow says a Super Bowl window's open, he, we've seen it open before. Won the division, too. L- listen, listen, listen. This is what I'm going to tell you again. All right? all right? I'm listening. Lamar Jackson's a different type of player. So I, I look at Josh Allen's, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson's. Them guys are up there. Right? I think the, the young guys coming up, Burrow, Hurts, Herbert, yep. them guys are coming. Lamar's in that class that you can get a Super Bowl. You have a chance. Fair. All you have to do is win your division, which they show that they can do that, mm-hmm. and get to the playoffs. So when I look at contracts, first of all, with this team, y'all not the same team without Lamar Jackson. Not at all. We see what that team looks like without Lamar Jackson. Okay, so when you get Lamar Jackson, you sign him up for four to five-year deal, whatever it may be. You know in that five years, it's a great 
possibility that you can get a championship. And that's all you can ask for in this NFL league. Joy, where you stand on all of this? What should the Ravens do with Lamar? How should they handle the situation? It has been chaotic. <coughs> I mean, you got to make the best of it and hope Lamar is available. What's the alternative? What's, what's, what's on the other side of that's life the, that's without the question. Lamar? There you go. That's what I'm wondering. It's bleak. That's why they keep bringing up that Lamar helped keep John Harb- Harbaugh's job. Because mm-hmm. how, how does it look without him? It's a new NFL. You can talk all you want about uh, winning with uh, defense. Do that then. Because really the team that we have right now in this playoffs that's going to win with defense is the San Francisco 49ers. And they still got a lot of pieces on the offensive side of the ball that are quite good. They have a Christian McCaffrey. They're going to get a Debo back. Brandon Ayuk. George Kittle. They got a few pieces on the offensive side. So it's very easy to argue it's a quite balanced team. Talk to them. So this is a new NFL. You have to have a quarterback. And particularly in this division. Look, Mike Tomlin got a winning record again. Kenny Pickett's going to get better. And better. Joe Burrow's not going anywhere. We don't know what Deshaun Watson and the Browns are going to be next year. You want a life without Lamar Jackson? Do you, honey? I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. But don't you think they already have life without Lamar? And how's it look? And how's it look? And I can tell you what it is. Without him, the offense is dead last. That was like, there was a 12 points a game. But it looks worse because you don't know you have life without Lamar. And then it's like, surprise, I ain't going to be here. Like, when you imagine somebody's going to show up and they don't show up, then it's even worse because you can't prepare for their absence, Dave Hellman. I don't think we've ever done a segment where y'all made my point for me. Like, I don't have to say anything because you can frame a convincing argument for either side of this. Like, if you're Lamar, I would say Lamar's camp, but he doesn't have an agent. So if you're Lamar, you say, look what y'all are without me. And then the Ravens say, we've been without you for 30% of the last two years. (laughs) There's a convincing argument on both sides of this. And so my take on this is, Get comfortable, everybody, because we're heading for this to be a dominant topic of the NFL offseason yet again, and maybe for the next two. I, I will go as far as to say Lamar Jackson's getting tagged. It's happening. If there was any doubt about it, it's gone now because the Ravens just extended Roquan Smith, another star on their team, traded for him this season from the Bears. He wanted to be paid at the top of the linebacker market. Well, now he is. There's no more contention there. And I would argue... I can't say this for sure. I'm not in Baltimore, but it feels almost like a message, like setting the market in the mid, like when you still have a game to go, when there's still a playoff game to play, getting that deal out of the way that quickly says to me, we got to make sure we take care of this because we need to use the tag on somebody else. And his name is Lamar Jackson. I think that's going to happen sometime after the Super Bowl. And I think we're going to be talking about this until July. And if I had to guess, we could be talking about it throughout next season and the offseason after that as well. So if you're a Ravens fan, if you're an NFL fan, if you're us, just get comfortable because I feel like this is going to be a topic and an argument for the foreseeable future. 2-5, let me come to you. You played with a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of great quarterbacks. Don McNabb, Michael Vick, Nick Foles, amongst others. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. You basically played say with Josh, every great Josh, of, this, say Josh. <laughs> of this generation. How much would it frustrate you as another star player on a team if your quarterback is a dude? but he misses 30% of the games over the last two years. Like, Because you know you got to go to battle every single Sunday. But if you're not going to battle with your biggest soldier, at what point are you like, man, I'm, I, I, not just I wish he was out there, but, hey, come on, coach, like, I need help. Wait, this is Lamar's fifth year, right? Fifth year. Right? So it sounds like you're trying to say he's, he's uh, injury prone. prone. Are you saying that? Yeah. Because his first three years, did you know they only missed one game? Mm-hmm. So in football, you're going to miss games. So I, 
I can't be a player and be mad at him for missing games. He's injured. That happens. He's out there playing, running the ball, throwing the ball, doing everything he can do to first to win games. You see all them crazy highlights he does? Did you forget? Not at all. So sometimes you don't get injured doing them highlights. So, no, I wouldn't be upset, right? I'd probably be upset that he's not out there, and I'm sure he'll be upset if I wasn't out there, but I can't blame him for being injured. That's part of the game. What if- and all the players you talked about, they're going to get hurt. That's the name of the game. But what about the fact that, Shady, you never want to lead the league in a negative category. You led the league a lot in rushing yards. You led the league your second or third year in rushing touchdowns, 17 of them. You led the league in a lot of great categories. I know. I do my research. But you never led the league in fumbles. Because that's not a statistical category that Shady wants to lead the league and in. He, neither does Lamar. He doesn't. And, and, and picks. He don't do that. He, he definitely does Somebody. Sorry. But Lamar Jackson, when you think about all the top quarterbacks, he leads the league in games missed. So everybody gets hurt. I get that. Everybody fumbles a ball. I get that. But he's missed more games than all of the other top dudes. How can you say that doesn't matter? You know what matters? The only thing that matters is if he's there, we're going to win games. And he's not there. We don't. And when he's not there, we lose games. So the injury part, that's part of football, right? A guy like Jimmy G, he's always hurt. Like, every year, it's, it's 60% chance he's going to be hurt. That's not Lamar Jackson. He had some bad breaks again, injured, but that, that, that's the name of the game. I feel like with Lamar, is he's so valuable that I, myself and, and other owners in the NFL, don't let him hit the market. Other NFL owners would love to have him because his value of him being so good, I want to risk him them injuries and missing a game or two to be on my team. Joy, speak to specifically the Ravens, because we can talk about the 31 other owners, and there are clearly a lot of them, but the Baltimore Ravens exclusively, where do you think they should stand in regards to, we can commit to him for four more years, but if we know the last two years he's been hurt, why do we think something would change, and should we commit $200 million, because more than likely that's probably what it's going to end up being, or $150 million plus, should we commit that kind of money? Where do you stand in regards to that? Well, if they tag him this year, it's going to be an exclusive tag. It's $46 million. Oh. Mm-hmm. If they tag him the year after that, it'll be $55 million, So it's essentially $100 million anyway. Mm-hmm. Then he's a free agent. He can go wherever he wants. So would you rather have that or have him locked up for the next four years, which I think Lamar will be good for the next four years, probably get a oh, little yeah. bit better deal, have more flexibility on the deal. And while you're at it, Maybe you could add some pieces to the offensive side of the ball to help Lamar out. So he's not trying to do everything all the time. We know Lamar Jackson can throw the ball. Maybe stop worrying so much about paying Lamar Jackson and add a number one receiver. Maybe bolster the running game a little bit. How about that? We don't talk about the Baltimore Ravens and the offensive pieces for a reason. Really not there. Like, Lamar is also who? Who's there? The reason I'm frustrated with that statement is because they drafted a number one pick at wide receiver. I, what, what and they drafted he, another one. And, and he got hurt. What's yeah, he not, I'm saying. Not and you didn't say about him getting hurt. Taken, since Lamar was drafted. You don't get, okay, listen, I appreciate that you keep trying. Guess you're going to have to do it again. So, But that's my point. Is like That's we, not Lamar's fault. We, we can't, though, act as if the Ravens aren't giving Lamar pieces. Okay. Not proven, not, not proven playing, pieces. And they're not proven pieces. But the proven piece would have to be in the NFL already. Oh, and hold the, up. We, 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 we see that. Every other, we do that for every other quarterback. Sure. Every other quarterback, we say who he has, who he's working with, and who he deserves to have on his, on his roster in order to help him. Mm-hmm. But, why, rec- but we don't do that with Lamar Watt. Receivers, because receivers also have to want to play there. Hollywood Brown was the number one pick who did not want to be in Baltimore. Now, he loves Lamar. He, him and Lamar are like this. He dropped a lot of Lamar's but, touchdowns, but, too. But he absolutely oh did. My God. But Hollywood Brown did not want to be is in Hollywood Baltimore. Is Hollywood Brown the number one receiver where he is now? 
No, because they have DeAndre Hopkins, who's the first ballot Hall of Famer. But Hollywood Brown didn't like Hollywood Brown didn't want to be there. Hollywood Brown's a thousand dollars. Hollywood Brown wouldn't be solving the problem if he was in Baltimore because he's not a number one receiver. What I'm saying to you is there's multiple levels of issues with the Baltimore Ravens outside of Lamar Jackson. And I don't think anyone is really going to argue that Lamar Jackson doesn't carry this team. Whether that's that's what's resulting in his injuries or not, I'm saying maybe there's a little bit to him feeling like he has to do everything because he does that he's doing as much as he is. And maybe that's, maybe that's what's causing him to be injured. I don't know. But at the end of the day, we know what they are without Lamar Jackson. And who are you replacing him with? And, 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 if I, and to back her up, you act like the people don't make, our teams don't make big splashes and trades for number one receivers. How did, how did uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins even get yep. to Arizona? But he wanted to, want, he wanted to want to go there. Man, hold, on, hold, on, hold on for a second. Yep. That, they made that work. Correct. Okay, and then, I mean, Kyler Murray wasn't like this... I want to play for Kyler Murray. Okay, and then number, number two, even Stephon Diggs. I was, talk, I was out there in Buffalo, yep. and we mm-hmm. had a whole conversation with, like, um, Brandon Bean, who's the uh, GM for the Bills, talking about Sean McDermott, the head coach. And he said, we had to go get him. We had to go out there and get him. But he had to want to be there. First, if, that's if not the true. Wanted that's not true. In a trade, you can't. What do you mean? I got to want to be there. I'm saying if a receiver does not want to play with Lamar, doesn't want to play with the Ravens offense, okay. which is Hollywood Brown, how are we all sitting here under the assumption that people are begging Because you know how the game enough? go. You can't tell them, I don't want to be traded. The, I've been there. I did that. 30, it worked. The 30, <laughs> it didn't work. They were the 32nd passing offense in the league two years straight. What receiver do you think wants to go play for it's the 32nd passing offense? It's not their choice. If they're a free agent, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, 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 yeah, sorry. Yeah. If not they're a free, a free agent, agent yeah. you could choose. Yeah, yeah. But if you're not a free agent, that's not how it works. Right. You have a tra- no trade clause? Uh, what I'm trying they don't to, get them out. What <laughs> I'm trying to figure out is which receiver. Y'all think Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill, because all those players were the players that want, either went in free agency or went via trade. Which one of y'all, those receivers y'all think is begging to go to Baltimore? I'm saying if you are not a free agent, it doesn't matter what you're begging for. You get traded just, where you get traded. You we, can't just be like, I'm not going to play. Are you going to you, retire? You can. You can. Okay, come on. And wait, nobody's wait, doing wait, that. I haven't seen it done. Let's make it Stop a realistic it. conversation. A.J. Brown. We just saw this with A.J. Brown. Like, Philly wasn't a prolific passing offense when he got there. He helped turn him into that. But there you go. But there you go. But here's the other thing there that we also have to take into account. A.J. Brown had a 1,000-yard season. 1,000 yards. Let's not act like A.J. Brown was Stephon a Philadelphia Eagles. Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs had 1,000-yard season. And we still looked at him. He, he's a- he had one. Hollywood Brown had one. A.J. Brown had one. Stephon Diggs had one. But what's that? What are you? Yeah. The, point, the point I'm making is let's not act like all these number one receivers, because A.J. Brown is now the Eagles' uh, reception leader for a season. Okay. That A.J. Brown was not Tennessee Titans' A.J. Brown. This Stephon Diggs, it's absolutely true. The only difference is the offense. One offense, we're going to get this big 6'4 running back, 30 carries, no matter if we win or lose. Hold on, let me finish. The talent was still the same. A.J. Brown's talent ain't changed. Him catching balls, breaking tackles ain't changed. The same way he got busy in playoff games against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, which we see. Correct. It hasn't changed. So when we go out and go. changed, though. That's my point. I'm saying what you're saying. No, you're not. (laughs) What 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 I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, the player, he always was a number one receiver. Sure. Okay, with the Titans, with, with, with the Rams, whoever it is, he's the number one receiver. It was just the offense. I'm going to take this guy right here because he can ball. We're going to take him. We're going to trade for him, right? The same way the Eagles trade for him, the same way the Bills traded for Devontae Adams or um, um, Stephon Diggs. Yep. You can do it. It's possible. It's, it's been done. I've seen it. All I know is let's go get a number one receiver and bring him over to the Ravens and watch what happens. Stephon Diggs had 1,000-yard receiver season, and Hollywood Brown had 1,000-yard receiver season. I like this first take. We're going to get back to that. Coming up. Did you lose? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) The Bengals. 
You know, they've been to the Super Bowl last year with Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow said the Super Bowl window is always open. We got a lot to say about that next. Oh, oh boy, geez. look at that swag drifting. I'll see you, Joe. The Bengals will host the Ravens in their wild card matchup Sunday night. Now, since he has had an impressive 12-4 and regular season and are still the AFC defending champs, Joe Burrow was asked if there's a Super Bowl window with his current team. Y'all got to hear what he said. Take a listen. The window's my whole career, and, and everybody that, that we have in that locker room, all the coaches we have, you know, things are going to change year to year, but uh, our window's always open. Window's always open. Joy Taylor, what you make of that? I agree with him. I don't even know what's so controversial about it. If you are a franchise quarterback and you're playing, the window's open. Mm. Now, I know when Joe says it, it sounds a little spicy. Yeah, it does. does. (laughs) But it's the truth. Is the the Super Bowl window open with Josh Allen? Yes. And the Bills? With Patrick Mahomes? Yes. Yes. If you have a franchise quarterback, your Super Bowl window is open. A franchise quarterback who, like, has been there and done that already. Yeah, I mean... This is coming from a guy who's already been to a Super Bowl and has the Bengals rolling again. And also, like, isn't this Joe Burrow's M.O.? I mean, I know I know that. This is (laughs) Swag Daddy Joe going back to 2019. Swag Daddy. Swag Daddy. Joe Shiesty. Like, he's been small. This was before (laughs) he was ever a pro. His swag is different. He was crazy. This was after he gave Trevor Lawrence that work. He did. So he he's, did. I mean, he's been this guy for the whole time. He's and he's backed it up every time. He was, yeah. he was cocky at LSU. Yeah. They won the Natty. He was cocky as a rookie. They got better. He was cocky last year. Mm. They got to a Super Bowl. Mm. What, like, what reason has he shown? Like, he's he's entitled to this. And, I mean, look, three to five years from now, at some point in his career, somebody's going to try to dunk on him for this because that's how we, that's course, how we roll. Course, you know, you're looking for somebody's downfall, but. He has earned every right of this, um, of this confidence, I'll call it. Let me offer this thought, 2-5. Uh, Joy Taylor, Dave Hellman. I don't hate it. I love it. I love Joe Burrow. When I met him this offseason, I was like, I get it. I get, I get, I get the swag. It's palpable. Um, it's great in theory, saying the Super Bowl windows are always open, but it's just incorrect in reality. Because what we know is that once Joe gets his money that he well-earned, has well-earned and well-deserves, that Super Bowl window, it definitely shrinks, y'all. Patrick Mahomes, the first time he finally got his paper adding up into his contract, last year was the first time he made over $20 million, they didn't go to the Super Bowl. They lost in the AFC Championship game. They ain't gone to the Super Bowl since he got paid. Shady, you know what the numbers are. Dave, you know the numbers. Joy, you know the numbers. Now, more than the numbers for me is we got to remember, unless Joe Burrow is going to have the ability like Tom Brady, which I do believe he does, and or Patrick Mahomes, to turn Wes Welker, an undrafted free agent, into a star, to turn Julian Edelman, a seventh-round wide receiver quarterback in the college, into a star, to turn Chris Hogan, a lacrosse player, into a solid player. Unless Joe Burrow has that ability like Patrick Mahomes to turn Justin Watson, a fifth-round pick, Isaiah Pacheco, a seventh-round pick, unless he has that ability, I just think you have to live a little bit more in the reality of, statistically speaking, the Super Bowl window historically in the NFL, it's not always open. Dave, I love me some Joe Burrow, but who do you have in college when he won that natty? Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Who was the running back? Clyde Edwards. Who's a tight end? Uh, Thaddeus Moss. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, He had a Hall of Famer's son at tight end, a first-round pick at running back, a first-round pick at wide receiver, a first-round pick at wide receiver. They were loaded. Now, in the NFL, he has Jamar Chase, he has T. Higgins, he has Tyler Boyd, he has Joe Mixon. All I'm saying is when it's time for all them people to cash in, Joe, you just make sure you got a ring or two by the time all them people re-up and re-up. That's the only thing I have with it. I like the thought, Shady. It's just not actually realistic. Okay, so that was a lot, right? And, And you are right. 
because he got a lot of great pieces around Great pieces. I would say that he probably has the best offensive supporting cast in the NFL. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But Joe is Joe, and Joe is nice, and he got that swag. Listen, <laughs> I love everything he said right there. Like, listen, I'm that guy, and y'all all know it. That's not cockiness. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Like, he ain't saying nothing we don't know. So as long as I'm in the Bengals, because before I was here, y'all was regular. Y'all wasn't winning games. Y'all the playoffs here and there, but y'all wasn't winning, right? Truth, they wasn't winning. No, facts, no, facts. Big facts. Right. Big we facts. winning. We, 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 we are a team to be reckoned with. People care about seeing us. We got primetime games in Cincinnati because of the swaggy man with the white uh, turtleneck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Joe, Joe Shiesty right there. So, so, so saying all that, right, I, I think he, he, he earned that, that, that type of respect. But even though you're talking about the players that he has, they might not be there because when you get that money, you know, the yeah. quarterback gets the money, that's when the team can't really. Thing changes. Right. So my thing is, though, he showed flashes, though, if he can carry teams. Jamar Chase, who I think is a top-five receiver. Was out. His first year, he was out. T. Higgins up and down with injuries. He still was balling. They still was winning games. I think with quarterback like this, man, they'll still win games, whoever they got out there, wide receiver. I want to push back, too. You're going to hate this. I already know ahead of time. I want to push back. <laughs> like, the idea, a Super Bowl window doesn't mean you necessarily get to the Super Bowl. It means that you belong in the conversation. It means you're one yeah, of the yeah. first it. three yeah. seeds yeah. in the playoffs. I mean, think about the wacky stuff. Again, you know, a, a Jaquaski tart dropped interception mm-hmm. makes the difference. The right, how about, right. you know, we, we had a whole conversation about how Rodgers never gets back to the Super Bowl after his first one. If they field an onside kick in Seattle in 2014, they do. <laughs> that has nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers. And their Super Bowl window was absolutely open. Just because they never played in that Super Bowl doesn't mean they weren't damn close. So I think Fair. that counts. Like, Joe Burrow, I think, will have them in the conversation in the AFC for the next decade, and that counts. Cool but also, that. if that's the case, Bills aren't winning this year because Josh Allen's been paid. No. Haven't, it hasn't hit yet. Chief, Chiefs aren't winning because Patrick Mahomes has been paid. You feel confident with that? There's, if, there's no chance that, 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 that they can win the Super Bowl? No, because the only reason I push back is because I think Mahomes has the ability to elevate everybody else. So Mahomes is exempt from the paying thing. Because mostly I'm with you. Once the quarterback starts making a certain amount of money, I don't know what it, it is now that the, the salary cap number has gone up, but it was 12.4% if you take up more than that of the cap. You don't win you don't a win. Super Bowl because you can't have the pieces around you. I can't be the only one who knows that statistic. So I'm sure that teams are also aware that they need to structure contracts similar to the way that they did Patrick Mahomes so it doesn't completely keep them from paying somebody like a Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Now, it did keep them from paying Travis I, Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. And Patrick Mahomes has not missed a beat Bingo. since then. And that's my question, Joy, is like, will we've never seen Joe Burrow lack talent. But again, but again Ever. Ever. you can't – so if you don't win a Super Bowl, you didn't have a Super Bowl window, that's where I'm with Dave. Like, if you're yeah. a contender then every single window. year, your yeah. window is open. Things have to go your way. You have to have breaks like the ones that you yeah. mentioned in order to get to the Super Bowl. Because he didn't win a Super Bowl with the guys he had. Anyway. And yep. So correct. correct. I'm yeah. agreeing with that. If the Super Bowl window being open just means he's a contender, Joe Burrow will be a contender Talk for as time, long Joe. as he plays Talk, yes. in the National Football League. Coming up, the Dallas Cowboys, we know they are Super Bowl contenders, but head coach Mike McCarthy, he hasn't won a playoff game since 2016. <laughs> Golly, he might be in the hot seat if he loses on Monday. That is uh, next on Speak, head coach McCarthy. Hey, he's with Welcome back. The national championship in college football was yesterday. And if you missed it, you didn't miss much. But we're going to catch you up on it all. Georgia beat the breaks off of TCU. 65-7 the final score. Dave Hellman, you're an SEC guy. I'm a Big 12 guy. What did you make of the matchup? Okay, let's not do the conference thing. Because, like, you know, SEC fans, like, I don't want to hear Ole Miss fans or Arkansas fans. (laughs) Like, no. Georgia's on a different planet. And, like, 
People act like recruiting rankings are overblown. No, they're not. This is what happens when you have five years worth of top five classes. Yeah, I looked this up. Georgia's average class ranking, like how well your class stacks up compared to everybody else. The average ranking over the last five years, two. You want to know what TCU's is? What's that? 36. <laughs> when you got four and five stars at every position going against two and three stars, this has the potential to happen. Now, Georgia lost five defensive players in the first round last year and still held TCU. Max Duggan gonna have another Trophy finalist. Five first round picks in a couple months. They're going to do it again. What was the most impressive part of the game? I've never seen a team with such an explosive offense do it with their tight ends. Like, Georgia has three tight ends that are going to play on Sunday. Brock Bowers had 150 yards, and they pulled him in the third quarter. Like, usually you're talking about receivers, running backs, quarterbacks. This team's just, they're like, no, we got three tight ends that are going to be moving people around in the NFL, and they're going to run right over you. It was dominant. Kirby Smart, two national titles in his first seven seasons at Georgia. Georgia now taking over all of college football. They handled their business so much so that late in the game, they was out there snacking. And I don't mean snacking on the field. I mean literally eating wings. Like eating wings on the sideline. Shady, I need you to check this out, big dog. I need you to check this out. Georgia out here sideline eating wings during the course of the game. Oh, wow. What uh, what you make of this, big dog? Wow, that's, I've never seen that like that before. That's crazy. Oh. <laughs> so what's your, what's your, you are? Yeah, I am. I'm good. I'm good. It's the, it's the turf. It's the turf. <laughs> The turf. The like TCU out there, I okay? am. I am. You're right. <laughs> Transitioning to the NFL, Dallas Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy trying to figure out his future. Well, his future right now, Cowboys playoff game in Tampa. Last time they were in Tampa, starting off last season, they lost. But this time, they're hoping for a different fate. Jerry Jones was asked if a wild card loss to the Bucks Monday night could impact Mike McCarthy's status and said no, adding, quote, I have complete confidence in this coaching staff. Close quote. Dave Hellman coming directly back to you. You covered the Dallas Cowboys for 10 years. You do know more than anybody about these Cowboys on television. Mike McCarthy, should his job be on the line Monday? It probably shouldn't be, but I, I, I think it has the potential to be. I really don't think, I don't think you can say yes or no in a vacuum. I mean, the Cowboys are coming off a 12-5 and season. They went 12-5 and and won the division last year. Mike McCarthy was even competitive in 2020 when Dak Prescott was out for most of the year. Like, they were eligible for the playoffs until the last weekend of the year that year. Like, Mike McCarthy, objectively, has done a really good job, and I would say an underrated job. But if they lose on Monday night, <laughs> that's two 12-5 seasons down the, rain with, down the drain without even a playoff win to show for it. Like, not a one. Not one. And it would be the second time they've lost to a team that on paper they should have beaten. Like, they were home against the Niners. The Niners are a better team than the Bucs this year, obviously, yep. but they were home against the Niners, and now a Bucs team that doesn't have a winning record. That's not going to sit well. And I've followed Jerry Jones closely enough over the years. Like, Jerry Jones is an eternal optimist. Like, it's not even – the glass isn't half full. The glass, is, the glass is full. The glass is full until it's not. So Jerry Jones, in his heart of hearts, even with what they did in Washington on Sunday, Jerry Jones doesn't believe they're going to lose this game. And so that's, I think, why he can say, no, this is, of course, his job's not in jeopardy. If they play poorly and lose this game, he's going to be mad. He's going to be really, really mad. It was dark times in Dallas last January when they lost that game. Like, everybody was walking on eggshells. Jerry wouldn't commit to Mike's future. Jerry was talking about how Sean Payton and Dan Quinn would make great coaches of the Dallas Cowboys. It was dicey. And that was after one playoff loss. They go over again? 
You can say whatever you want right now, but it's going to be a topic of conversation. Do I think that's fair to Mike McCarthy? Not really. I just think it's the reality. But, Joy, what you say about life being fair? Uh, fair is for Ferris wheels and fried Oreos. <laughs> life is not fair. <laughs> not fair. Uh, I know there's some concept out there. People believe that it is, but it's not. Here's the thing about Mike McCarthy. He's done an excellent job. He really has. If your goal is to be competitive and make it to the playoffs, he's done an excellent job. But for most teams, that's an excellent job. They're not most teams. Dallas Cowboys, and for Mm -hmm. some reason, people think the Dallas Cowboys are Super Bowl contenders every year. I don't know why, but they do. And they certainly have the talent to be Super Bowl contenders, so that's why it's even a possibility. Because if this was anyone else, why would we even be talking about this? We would not be talking about this if it was any other team not named the Cowboys. Who's a coach who's done a better job this year than Mike McCarthy? There are a few. Nick Sirianni. It's a short list. Kyle Shanahan. Andy Reid. Andy Reid, obviously. Sean McDermott. Dayball. Dayball. Dayball, but they don't have a better record than the Cowboys. Yeah, but I mean... Every year they with lost. What every has, year. With what he has, with what he has, and he'll probably win Coach of the Year. And Dable's done an amazing job. I'm yeah. saying Mike McCarthy has, has he's done, done a great a job. job for what they and he's for done what they were working job. with. It's yeah, he's done a great job. Yeah. And most importantly, what to me makes Mike McCarthy unfireable is they didn't have Dak Prescott for five games this season and went four and one. Unfireable, unfireable. Oh, he's good. If you if you want a good solid culture, if you want to be able to coach the entire team. Mm. You, you didn't have your starting quarterback for five games. You went four and one. Look at the teams that didn't have their starting quarterback this Struggling. year for a few games. Struggling. The Dolphins. Hmm. Except the Niners. But e- everybody else. Eagles. I, but, and I said Kyle Shanahan has done a better job. Eagles. The yeah, Eagles struggling. didn't look great. Didn't look good at all. No. We can go on and on. So the fact that Mike McCarthy was able to do that, he gets credit for that. You're right. Because Zach right. doesn't get credit for that. He wasn't there. Right. So to me, if you, he is a, he's done an excellent job this year. Now, again, if they lose in the playoffs to a team that they should beat, it's probably off the table. Yep. But I, I don't know. I really don't see how you fire Mike McCarthy. I don't think Mike McCarthy should get fired 2-5. I don't think he should Dave Hellman. I don't think he should Joy Taylor. But if they lose, I have a feeling he would. And you got to think about it like this, Cowboys fans. You're likely not going to retain Kellen Moore past this season. Dave Hellman, correct me if I am wrong. You'll be hard-pressed to retain Kellen Moore. Hard-pressed. It would, it would be surprising. Be surprising to retain Kellen Moore. So now you got to ask yourself this question. You're going to let Kellen Moore walk to another team and keep Mike McCarthy? But who in the world is Mike McCarthy in Dallas without Kellen Moore? McCarthy don't call no plays. To my knowledge, McCarthy don't design the plays. But who is Kellen Moore without Mike McCarthy? Before McCarthy even showed up, 2019, Dave Hellman, you know this, we were in the Cowboys locker room. The Cowboys had the number one offense in 2019 without McCarthy. So if you have a decision to make, and Jerry Jones will, and Mike McCarthy loses, and you can either let Kellen Moore walk out the door or you can let Mike McCarthy walk out the door. You either let the 33-year-old quarterback walk out the door that you draft, that you didn't draft, but that you acquired, or you let Mike McCarthy, the old dude, walk out the door. I think Jerry Jones is going to have a decision to make, and I don't think he's going to choose McCarthy. I think he'll choose Kellen Moore. If McCarthy loses, Wait, I don't think he's safe. But who to say that Kellen Moore won't go out there and... and uh, Dip either way? Yeah. That's fair. Because he's fair. hot right now. People want him. Very hot. Right, he, he's, he, he's on a lot with, with the quarterback. And I won't get into that. Is McCarthy safe? I think he's safe. Yeah, he's safe. Listen, I watched uh, Jason Garrett for 10, 12 years, wherever long, what, 10 years? Mm-hmm. With the Jason Cowboys? Yeah. It's about 10 years. Yeah. Do nothing, really, right? Put th- three, three playoff appearances, three pair of wins yeah. in 10 years. And he stayed there. Every year they keep bringing him back, keep bringing him back. And I think he's did a, a way worse job 
Yeah, the, the McCarthy, McCarthy, objectively. Right? Yeah. yeah. So come on, like, and then this is my thing about about the Cowboys. Like, I get, I get it. They're the most talked about team in football, but McCarthy's done a good job. Joe, you talked about having a backup quarterback. It's hard to win games with a backup he quarterback. Did. Last year, they weren't disciplined at all. I mean, flag, 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 offsides, holding, everything. They cleaned everything up. I love to see a coach get better and better with his team. This year, they're ranked like 10th in, in, in penalties. They've got better with that part. Defense, offense, he's did a great job of managing his team. And I would hate to see, and, and I'm an Eagle guy. For me to say this, I would hate to see a, a, a franchise like the Cowboys keep changing the head coach. Think about that for a second. Your head coach gets fired. Boom. This is going to be what, going in year four if he, if he returns? Yep. So in three years, you, you fire your coach. This is not the, the Texans. It's not the Jaguars. This is the, this is the Cowboys, America's team, so they say. Mm-hmm. So now my, my, my Dak Prescott, who I think is, well, he's their franchise quarterback. You got to get a whole new coach. You got the thing with Zeke. You got the thing with Pollard. Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? Whatever it is. So you got a whole new change. That franchise don't need to go through that. They're, they're, they're a respectable franchise. Don't, don't do that. And I think Mike McCarthy deserves a lot of credit. Bringing up Garrett is fascinating because post Bill Parcells, which is 15 years right. ago at this point, this has been a roller coaster because the Cowboys haven't been able to sustain success. Mm-hmm. They, they haven't been to the playoffs in back-to-back years. This is the first time since the mid-2000s. It's the You're first right. time they've had consecutive 12-win seasons since they were actually winning Super Bowls, yeah. if you can believe that. Mike McCarthy deserves a hell of a lot of credit. But what I'm fascinated by, and it's so fitting that they're playing Tampa Bay, because they've played Tampa Bay twice during McCarthy's tenure. You know that record. They, lo- they lost them both. That's fair, but... One game was amazing. Season opener, 2021, Dak balled. Dak threw for 350, let him down the field for a field goal, and Tom Brady did Tom Brady things. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady led the Bucs down the field. They won the game with seconds to play. It was a, I don't know why you're looking at me like this. It was a classic game. Well, they lost. Can, can you let me make the point? I'll, I'll make, I'll the, make point. the point. Let him make the point. They played a great game. They lost. <laughs> a year later, they opened the season at home against Tampa Bay. They played like trash. They scored three points. Dak Prescott threw for 134 and a pick. I still remember that. I still remember that stat No line. touchdowns. No touchdowns. If they play like that, if they, if they play the game they played in Tampa two years ago, I think it's perfectly reasonable you keep Mike McCarthy. If they play like they played this year against Tampa or like they played on Sunday against Washington, no touchdowns, one touchdown, you get blown off the field, you look like you don't belong in the playoffs – Uh, That could be a tough sell for Jerry Jones, knowing that he's been searching for a winner as long as he has. I just think he would be very, very frustrated if they lay an egg in the playoffs. Also, I don't like this, like, Mike McCarthy's too old to coach thing. Are people saying that? Mike McCarthy, like, we don't need a young guy. Like, everybody's like, oh, I want a young guy. Like, great. Young guys also have never been in this position before. Mike McCarthy's won a Super Bowl. I, I know we want to, like, dump on Mike McCarthy because he made the, you know, the little, he stepped in it with the stats and watching the, mm-hmm. you know, all that. He's won a Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers' only Super Bowl, might I remind you. What have they done in Green Bay since he left? They haven't been more successful because they won a Super Bowl with him there, True. and they haven't been back since He's he left. Got a Where do you stand, Joy, on the, the phrase, good is the enemy of great? I think Mike McCarthy is a good head coach. I mean, that's coach. the definition of the Cowboys. I don't think it's he, also the definition of the Packers and I Mike McCarthy. And I don't think he is a great head coach. So it's, it comes down to – But there's only if, so much great. And keep in mind, if he leaves and Kellen Moore steps up and he's not great, now what? What if he's not even good? Mm. Now what? 
Are you going to fire Kellen Moore? But do you I, – I don't know if you can run a franchise based off a fear-based argument. Like, what in the world happens if Mike McCarthy, if we lose him and it gets worse? Don't you have to aspire for greatness and just continue to keep taking right, that back? but what is great? You don't know. It's an unknown. It's also the argument that – the grass isn't always greener on the other side. But you we, don't know what Kellen Moore yeah, is. But we know, we know that Mike McCarthy's capable of winning a Super Bowl because he did it. But, uh, but there does come a point for me of statute of limitations on that. <laughs> like, if you won a Super Bowl 10, 11 years ago, it's like, I don't know that you are still capable of doing that. And we've talked about it. Coaches being able to change through times. Coaches having to adjust their philosophies. I get he's won a Super Bowl. But I do think if you lose, you have three seasons of Mike McCarthy uh, one losing season, Dak Prescott got hurt, had to start with Andy Dalton. And then you lose in the playoffs at home, and then you lose in the playoffs where you're favored. Eventually, that isn't enough But it's Dallas. been three seasons, though. And this I'll is... take a Super Bowl over no Super Bowl. It wasn't ancient history. It's not like he won it 15, 20 years ago. Three seasons. You say that in the sense of that's a short amount of time or a long amount Very of time? Very short amount of time. And they've gotten, be- they've gotten better this year. To Shady's point, last year they were – they were good enough, but they were they were sloppy. They were the, had the most penalties in the in, in the NFL. They've gotten better this yeah. year. And again, I point out, they didn't have Dak for five games and won four of them. I, I, I agree with you though. Like it's you can't win a championship twenty years ago, and okay, you're still a championship coach. I think this is, it's in your DNA, though. Like, you have the potential to go out there and win a championship. You know what it looks like. You know how to get there. So. And then with McCarthy, like, how many other coaches is that good to, to, to win a championship? Like, you talk about great coaches. How many great coaches is there Order. in the NFL? Yeah, only, how, many, how many really good coaches is there in the NFL? Only eight active head coaches have won Super Bowls. Yeah. And to Mike McCarthy's credit, he is one of them. You know who's not? The Cardinals head coach. You know why not? Because they have none. But they do have Kyler Murray. Now, owner Michael Bidwell says as he looks to find a new head coach, Kyler Murray will have say in that decision. But that is absolutely crazy in my mind. Next on Speak. Yo, we drop line. You are now entering the No Bull Zone, sponsored by Credible. Great rates with none of the bull. Transitioning to football, the Cardinals will be looking for a new head coach after firing Cliff Kingsbury just yesterday. Kyler Murray, star quarterback, over $200 million this man has, but he might be a part of the coaching search. Say, quote, I absolutely want to get the input of our leaders, including Kyler Murray. That is a quote of Michael Bidwell, the Arizona Cardinals owner. Shady, where you stand on that? Should Kyler Murray have input on the next head coach? I mean, why? I thought that's for the franchise players, right? If, if, if somebody said, well, it probably never happened, but Andy Reid might be let go, knock on wood. Well, it never happened. I won't even say it. <laughs> but Patrick Mahomes, you would think, okay, franchise guy, he's going to be there for 20 years. Talk to him. Mm-hmm. Josh, Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills, Sean Madera might leave. We're going to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, you know, I go on and go on. We, I, I don't know if it's me, but do you look at him as like their, their franchise guy? I try not to, personally. Because I don't let the contract fool me. Because I learned this league, no matter what it is, they, if they want you gone or if they want you, they'll find that ways to true. work that money out where they get you going. That is true. Right? So I, I do think that if it, if it doesn't work out and they get his input on – whoever the, the, the coach may be, and it doesn't work out, they will slowly get him out of there. Where other guys I look at as franchise guys, like the guys I talked about, you should ask for their input. Hey, hey, Mahomes, what you thinking? How you feel about this move? Josh Allen, we're thinking about Joe Burrow. Them guys are franchise guys. I, I think if you just go around and ask, do you think that he's a franchise quarterback? 
you'll be surprised. People will say, absolutely not. So, yeah, I have a, I have a big problem with that. I'm with you. Especially, sorry, especially when you tell my franchise guy for input, when I got to put in your contract, you got to watch a certain amount of, of, of the, the play, or, um, film no, study. Yep. You the quarterback. Come on, man. That's a joke. I would never ask for his input. Can I turn now? <laughs> Go ahead. Joy, where do you stand? Should Kyler Murray get input on the next head coach? I think he should. He's the quarterback. They're going to go as he goes. So if he doesn't like the guy or it's not going to work offensively with what, what he does or they don't have good communication and it gets weird when they meet, yeah, I think that's important. I don't think it should be the gospel, but whether he's earned it or should have input, should have, would have, could have, they paid him $160 million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So for right now, he is the guy. Whether I think he's going to be there long term or whether I think he's in the breath of a Burrow or Allen or Mahomes or whatever, which I don't, doesn't matter because the money says he is. So this needs to work. Now, I don't think Kyler is exempt from the situation, and I don't think Kyler's word should be the gospel on the situation because I think Kyler, outside of the money, has a lot to prove in the NFL. Now, he's been paid, but – you mess around, this might be the last time you get paid. True. Because to Shady's point, it's a lot of money. But after, after two years, they could start moving some things around. They could start wiggling some things around and find a way out of it. Now, this is also an organization that has no identity and no direction and just fired their head coach and took Josh Rosen as top 10 pick and sure moved on the year afterwards. So everybody here has something to prove. Kyler Murray is just the one that's been paid and has the guaranteed money, so he's going to be here. So I do think his input shouldn't matter, but I don't think it should be the gospel. Ooh, I'm, I, I hear all of it. Where I am at is here. Y'all got to defund Kyler Murray. It's time to defund Kyler Murray. Now, I don't mean that in the sense of monetarily, as we all have come to know. Defund the police just meant reallocate the resources around to help more people out, right? Let's give social workers some more money. Let's give emergency responders some more money. All defunding the police meant was, hey, let's allocate resources, allocate resources in order to help enhance the product. Y'all got to allocate resources away from Kyler Murray. Hello. Uh, he don't need power on who the coach is going to be, along with the power of how much film he got to watch, along with the power of how much money he's going to make, along with the power of when his receivers need to look for the ball. Kyler Murray has entirely too much power in Arizona. And what do they say about power? Power corrupts and absolute power corrupts? Absolutely. You gave Kyler Murray power, he was corrupt. Then you decided to give him absolute power, and now the organization is absolutely corrupt. Absolutely. So when I think about the Cardinals allowing Kyler Murray to have, Kyler Murray to have input on the head coach, no, 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 no. You can't do it. Because yeah. if he's gotten Clint Kingsbury fired and he contributed to that, then you bring in another head coach. And if that head coach has to be fired as well, then Kyler got to be fired. I can't keep firing head coaches just to save this quarterback who hasn't proven to be sustained great. That's where I stand on it. Dave Hellman, where do you? Have you ever tried to put toothpaste back in a tube? That's the analogy <laughs> we always use, right? Have you? No, I haven't. It, it sounds hard to do. I've never done it because it seems pointless. I've never tried it either. The toothpaste is out. You use the toothpaste. That's, I mean, Joy said it. That's where we are with this thing. They gave Tyler Murray $200 million. $200 million. I'm going to say it one more time. $200 million. We can argue all day about whether he deserved it, about whether he's a franchise quarterback. My opinion is no. I don't think they should have caved. I don't think he's proven that. But they did it. They did it. And now he is the most stable thing about your franchise, which is kind of terrifying when you consider that he tore his ACL in December. But that's where you are. He is your best shot for relevance, for success. 
at the very least, he should have some input in this thing. And yeah, like I'm not saying he doesn't need to be sitting in the GM's office interviewing people. That would be a step too far. But you want your franchise quarterback. That's what he is because the money says so, regardless of how good we think he is. What do you, especially now that Cliff is gone, what do you, and and J.J. Watt retired, by the way, what do you think of when you think of the Arizona Cardinals? I I know I think of Kyler Murray. It's probably the only thing I think about. I guess DeAndre Hopkins. (laughs) That's about it. Let me ask you a question. I'm going to bring up two names, last names, Goff, Wentz. Both quarterbacks who got paid historical mm-hmm. amounts of money at the time, not that long ago, $130 million yes, for both of those quarterbacks. Carson Wentz was no longer there. Jared Goff was no longer yes. there. They got new head coaches. Those coaches have proved to be more important than those players. Sean McVay took the Rams and won a Super Bowl. Oh. Um, Nick Sirianni has the Eagles as a one seed. Yep. Eagles are favorites out of the NFC along Great with question. the 49ers. Yep. How do you feel about Kyler Murray knowing that we've seen quarterbacks get paid astronomical amounts of money it, and they got moved? Right. And coaches okay. stayed or got in. Here's all, another thing worth keeping in mind: like coaches don't count toward the salary cap. We just saw the the Texans have burned through two coaches in two years. Right. We just saw Nathaniel Hackett go after one year. Cliff Kingsbury signed a huge extension. You realize the Cardinals are going to be pay, uh, paying Cliff until 2027. Yeah. How sad do you think he really is right now? <laughs> getting paid till 2027. They could hire this guy. Try to make it work with Kyler because that's their best chance of success. And in two years, when Kyler's guarantees are gone, they can trade him, cut him, whatever they want to do. Two years is a long time in the NFL. And again, if you let's like if you hire a coach that Kyler's on board with, that Kyler works well with, and it doesn't work out after two years, you can fire the coach and you can move Kyler Murray. Right now, you probably want Kyler Murray to be on board with the hire and be excited about it because your best chance of being good is if your franchise quarterback is bought in that it's a good idea. Joy, coming to you first, Shady, right after with the exact same question. Who is more important to the Cardinals' success, the future coach that they're going to hire or Kyler Murray? I think it's both. And that's not a fun question, but if Kyler doesn't play well, then it doesn't matter how good the coach is. And the coach and Kyler, today's point, can both be gone after two years. So... They're not going to win if Kyler doesn't play well. But if Kyler doesn't buy into the coach, then the coach is not going to coach well. It's, it is a relationship that has to work here. It ha- they have to both be on the same page. Like I said, I, I, don't, I don't think Kyler is exempt from having to prove things or any kind of responsibility for what's happened. Also, for that matter, why I don't think Kyler should have the most input is Kyler might not even be back at the beginning of the season. We right. don't even know if he's going to be available at the beginning of the season. So this coach has to be able to coach up the rest of the team. Bingo. Bingo. That, but see, Joy, everything you're saying in 2-5, everything Joy is saying is why I think coach is most important. We don't Just know what Kyler going to be there. Outside of Lamar Jackson, who's missed the most games the last two years, Kyler's missed the second most at nine. I would love for my coach to get along with Kyler. I need my coach to run the other 52 guys on the and, roster. And, and I, I'm going to say the coach also. Because if you look at the Eagles, when we had Doug Peterson, when they had the change with Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. Doug actually wanted to leave. It didn't work out. He wanted to leave. But he would have stayed. And then if he had stayed, right, you see the stuff the Eagles are doing now. And I think Senior's doing a great job, but Doug, we all think that he did an even better job. So, yeah. And then another thing is if he's not healthy enough, Kyler Murray, and he has, what, one more play, he plays later in this next year coming up, and then that next year is really the year to determine if he's going to stay or not with the guarantee, it's got to be your coach because – you don't want to keep changing coaches. You can't expect the franchise to be good when you keep changing your, your coach every other year. So, yeah, I think your coach is more important because Kyler Murray, we see him go up and down, right? We've seen his coaches get fired because of Kyler Murray. 
if he's not healthy and he's not playing well, you need that coach to carry that thing on for more than just one or two years. So, it, yeah, it's got to be the coach. Coach, quarterback, who is more important? Well, that's a very interesting conversation that we will have about the Chicago Bears because you will not believe what you're hearing that the Bears might do with their number one overall no way. Draft a quarterback. Is that crazy? What? Given that they have Justin Fields. They better not go out there and get that kid from Ohio State. Oh, they better not go travel to Alabama. They better not. Welcome back. Robert Sala, head coach of the New York Jets, gave Zach Wilson a vote of confidence. And it sounds like the former number two overall pick is up for the challenge. Zach Wilson had some words. Speak up, Zach. You said you're a competitor. So if they come to you in March and say, look, uh, we're going to keep you. We like you. We're going to develop you. But we're signing veteran X to be our starter. Mm -hmm. How would you feel? Yeah, I'm going to make that dude's life hell in practice every day. <laughs> you know, I'm going to. I'm going to go out there and do my best uh, to just show the coaches that I deserve to be there. And, you know, and it's not it's not in a negative way. It's a positive way. It's making everybody else, you know, better, hopefully. I had no issue with that, but some people did. Joy, where did you stand? We'll see. I don't know. I like the confidence. Be confident. Why not? Yeah, who had issue? People online were like, you know, that's a bad train of thought. That Like, that's how you know he's lost. And what I'm was like, he supposed to say? I'm going to sit behind him and, yeah, and him? do the best I can. I loved it. Well, I guess yeah. that's just my lot in life. Like, yeah. no, I, I like the con – I mean, I don't necessarily I mean, believe it. but aggressive. Yeah, but you know, it might, he's trying to show confidence. Well, I, wait. I like it. Y'all okay with it? Yeah, I love yeah. it. Okay, cool. I'm okay it. with it. Everybody good. Yeah, you can't just be backing down. Yeah. Break, I didn't play well this year. Okay, cool. I'm going to get better. I don't you know if in, he is going to make his life out Yeah, no, I, that's the thing. This is, listen, he was bad this year. It was only his, his second year. Hey, hey. Oh, let's, let's – I'm saying, let's get to that. Keep, 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 keep it real. Hey, 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 second hey, year quarterback. The Bears have a second year quarterback of their own in Justin Fields. Oh, the man oh, on your screen, forgot. Shady, has dug himself a hole. We'll see if he can dig himself out of this one. The Bears, they dug themselves a hole this season, but they have the number one overall pick and might be able to dig themselves out of it with that one. They were 3 and 14, most losses in franchise history. Bears general manager Ryan Poles was asked if he plans on having Justin Fields as a team starter next season and said he would have to be, quote, absolutely blown away by another quarterback to take a QB at number one. Shady, I got to come to you first now, actually, big okay. dog. We giving grace for second-year quarterbacks around here. Should the Bears consider drafting a quarterback at the number one pick? No. Everybody says they got, they got their player. They got their second-year quarterback, right? He showed a lot of talent this year, um, a lot of athletic ability. He didn't show you to throw the ball, right? So he has to work on that this offseason. But, yeah, I think you got your guy. The only thing I don't like about that from the GM saying that, when you're sold on a player, answer the question correctly. <laughs> hey, we, we, Andy Reid, we feel like, are you guys going to draft your uh, running back in the first, for, or first two rounds, first or second round? He should say no. If you're confident in your player, say no. When you say stuff like that, you're leaving the door open. The crack is still there. And that lets me believe this. If Bryce Young goes out there and has a great pro day, pro day throws the ball around, runs the ball well, Show some some Patrick Mahomes flick of the wrist, they might go get him. And I don't like that. I don't like that. I think you've got to keep in mind, though, like there's politics at play when you have the number one overall pick. Like Ryan Poles, the GM in Chicago, needs people to believe that he might want a quarterback because the Bears need to get out of that pick. They need other picks. And that's why, for a variety of reasons, I think it would be such a mistake on Chicago's part. Like I know, look, Poles – did not draft Justin Fields. So any, anything is on the table. Never underestimate 
an NFL executive's penchant for ego and saying, this wasn't my guy, so I'm not going to work with him. They do it all the time. All the time. They should not, though. I, I just Why not? Number one, look, I think Bryce Young is amazing. I think he's wonderful. I don't think you should think too hard about drafting him number one overall if you need a quarterback. But I don't think the Bears do. And I don't think you can definitively say that Bryce Young as a college prospect is that much further ahead than what we saw from Justin Fields at Ohio State. Justin Fields was a hell of a college quarterback. He's shown flashes in the NFL. Obviously, there's a lot to work on. And more important than that, as wonderful as I think he is, drafting Bryce Young would just be starting over in the same situation. This is a talent-poor team. But don't you think the world of scouts can, will, and has definitively said that? Because Justin Fields, who was drafted before him? Trey Lance from North Dakota State, who played 19 career games. Uh, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence, of course. Trevor Lawrence Zach is fine. Wilson, Zach Wilson from yeah. BYU. And those were mistakes. Mac Jones, if I'm not mistaken. He was All drafted went, before Mac. Okay, he went before Mac. So Zach Wilson... Trey Lance, Trevor Lawrence, obviously Trevor Lawrence. And Zach Wilson is talking about a veteran coming to take his job while Justin Fields was a few yards shy of setting the rushing record as a starting quarterback. Like, that's – it's not – Oh, hey, reg- I mean, hey, the yards count the same, do they not? Like, he's got work to do as but a the passer. the pain don't. The pain count but, different. Do we yeah. want to have an argument right now about who is having a better career between Zach Wilson and Justin Fields? Nah, we don't nah, want to do nah, that. Nah, nah. I think, we I mean, don't want to do think that. Justin Fields is a little bit better than him right now. Just a little. Anyway, I'll address that later. Joy, uh, should the Bears consider drafting a quarterback? Joy. All right. Chicago. You hired Matt Eberflus. Right. They did do that. After firing Matt Nagy, who got Mitch Trubisky to the to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yep, he did. Who is a backup quarterback now? You hired a defensive coach after you fired Matt Nagy, who has the Chicago defense, which is all Chicago cares about, ranked 32nd in scoring defense, 29th in total defense, 32nd in third down percentage, and 32nd in sacks. You have other problems besides Justin Fields. I can tell you that right now. Starting with the fact that Matt Eberflus is a defensive coach and your defense was terrible this year. Mm-hmm. Those are bad, mm-hmm. correct? Yep. That's not Justin Fields' fault. He don't play defense, and you hired a defensive coach. So maybe, maybe the things that you need to be evaluating actually don't have much to do with Justin Fields. Now, I'm with Dave. I think this is a smokescreen. Let's encourage the idea that we're moving off of him so that we can get more picks. What I don't like about it is that it puts it out there for us and other shows to discuss and question whether Justin Fields is the guy. Now, and it I can't feel good for Fields either. To yeah, that. Maybe, maybe they've had a conversation with Justin Fields about it. I don't know. I've seen teams botch this in the past. I think the Packers are the best example of not handling interpersonal relationship stuff with drafts in the worst way. What happened with Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers. I was 100% on Aaron Rodgers' side. I have more. The offensive line <laughs> ranked 16th in pass blocking. Get Probably want to improve that for a young, young quarterback. And they ranked 32nd in pass rush, 31st in run defense. They have the worst receiving grades in the NFL. Now, you could argue that's because Justin Fields is struggling with the yeah, passing. But maybe on. that has something to do with the blocking that he's getting by his offensive line that is not very highly ranked in the NFL. Do we think that Trevor Lawrence took a step up this year with a good offensive coach? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Let's take a look at his numbers in Trevor Lawrence's first year with a disaster and what Justin Fields did. Don't you think that Justin Fields could take a step up in the way that Trevor Lawrence took a step up if he had the right support system around him? If they brought in some pieces for him to throw to? You would think so. It's not that easy. You would think so. It's not that easy, but what what, what makes it easier is when you don't have a defensive coach that has a terribly ranked defense. You know what else helps a young quarterback? 
not having to play from behind all the time because the defense doesn't help you. I'm not saying they should fire Matt Eberflus by, uh, by no means. I'm saying you have way more problems than Justin Fields if you're Chicago. Why don't you trade back from the number one overall pick and get some of those defenders that we watched last night from Georgia? Why don't I mean, you put together some ooh. pieces? Why don't you add a true number one receiver for your young quarterback to throw to? Do you remember uh, weeks ago when I said, everybody talks about that part, oh, you know, just needs some receivers. And I said, well, man, why don't the receivers say, we need a quarterback, right? It works both ways. Would you agree that the most important uh, position in football is? Quarterback. Quarterback, quarterback right? So you talked about the defense. I got to do my job, though. <laughs> Justin Fields, you know he ranks 31st in, in pass uh, completions mm-hmm. percentage, yep. right? He's last in yards per game passing. So just as bad as his defense was, throwing the ball and being efficient with completions, he's the same. He was bad. So my thing is, when I really look at what the, what the GM said, like, ah, he might need to go out there and get a quarterback because the most important position in football is the quarterback. And our quarterback couldn't pass the ball at all. He was last in yards per game and completions. He was 31st. Who is he throwing to? And, and the last part is they run the ball extremely well. They go for 200 yards up and down the field like it's nothing. Running the ball with the running backs and him running. So now we got to pass the ball. This is a passing league now. To who? That's my thing. It works the same way. Because if you ask my receivers, which I've asked, how you feel about Justin Fields as a passer? They don't want to go there and play for him. Well, if they're really drafted, the they don't have a choice. They're right. going to go to Chicago. I'm, so a, draft, I'm just saying, draft it works both ways from the quarterback. He needs help. Why are like, we need help? What I, and I don't like to bring up college too much because the NFL is a different sport. But mm-hmm. he was not a bad passer. When he had dogs college. on his offense, when he, he had pretty great good. receivers, he was great. That's what it worked for Joe Burrow in, in college. Did Joe Burrow the same thing. We're Just, talking about the league. Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. True, but uh, it's, it's very nuanced. I don't want to get into all the nuances about what style of offense that Justin Fields was Why? running nuance in college. Why? Nuance is important. Well, Justin Fields in college is running an offense where receivers are running crossers, running goals, running double posts, and everybody's wide open. Sure. Joe Burrow was running much more of a pro-style offense in college, so it's easier to evaluate how Joe Burrow would translate his game in the same manner that I think it's easier to evaluate how Bryce Young's game would translate. Dave, you said something I agree with, actually, in that Justin Fields is not Ryan Pohl's guy. No. And that's why I don't think this is a smokescreen. I think Ryan Poles is like, if I'm going to die on a hill as a general manager, because he is a young minority general manager, okay. he's going to die on his hill. Right. I'm not going to die on Ryan Pace's hill, yeah. and I'm not going to die on Matt Nagy's hill. Because if we're being really real, the Bears didn't even necessarily want Justin Fields. Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, they knew. They had to draft a quarterback because they were on their way out. I've been keeping up with the Bears for years because my brother was a part of that franchise. So they were like, we're going to draft Fields. We're not going to start him. We're going to start Andy Dalton. Because if Dalton wins, we good. If Dalton loses, we got Fields. If Fields wins, we good. Now, if Fields loses, we're fired. And that's what happened. But see, go ahead. This is, this is what bothers me about that line of thinking. And I, I, for the record, I agree with you because we see it year after year after year. Guys want their players. If you draft Bryce Young one overall – you gave your number two, your second round pick away for Chase Claypool. So, like, you're not picking at 33. Mm-hmm. You draft Bryce Young, and then you draft again in the mid-50s because that's where you got a pick from Baltimore for Roquan Smith. So, Bryce Young is going into an offense with no help once when, again. If you are going to struggle as a GM and a head coach, you're going to struggle with somebody else's Okay, guy? but then that's fine. Do that. And then we can evaluate how you can put a team together because these, is your, these are your choices. Dave's right. They're not, he's not go, Bryce Young's not going to a good situation. He's going to a defensive coach that had one of the worst defenses in the league and is throwing to no one. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's fascinating I, to watch. Would yeah. I like Chase Paul at all? I like Chase Paul. Year Play three yes, with Chase a lot more talent yes. or year one with a similar level of talent. Like, I mean, that, and Bryce Young could turn out to be a much, much better quarterback. But number one, that's not a guarantee. Yeah. Nothing is in the nothing, NFL. Nothing is. Okay. And on top of that, we've already seen the Bears try to do this. Like, we've already seen them try to plug a young quarterback into a talent-poor roster, and it hasn't worked to this Look point. Look at the last five, five picks. 20, 2021, Trevor Lawrence, right? Mm-hmm. We think he's he's got obviously gotten better. better. He's trending towards what we thought he was capable of being, but he's not. I don't know about better. that. He's just getting better. He's just getting better. Yeah. Not not a guarantee. He's getting right. better. Right. Joe Burrow, okay, we know what he is. Yeah, all right. Kyler Murray, when we just talked about him. Question mark. Baker Mayfield is a journeyman backup. And Jared Goff is with the Lions. Solid. No guarantee. Solid, solid, solid. But solid. is solid. not in the playoffs. Pro Bowl this year. Yeah. So, so it's not even a guarantee that that's what's going to work. What could possibly work is improving your team that was not good this year. There are a bunch of other guys on the field that you could add by trading back and getting a bunch of picks for the number one overall pick and improving your entire roster. We will see. Staying in the NFC North next, Aaron Rodgers' season is over. But should he want out of Green Bay, a Packers legend might be on the move. But should he be? That's next on Speed. The Packers will have to watch the playoffs from home after losing to the Lions on Sunday night with the whole world watching. Aaron Rodgers' squad finished a disappointing 8-9 and nine this season. Of course, retirement talk popped up after the game, and Rodgers said, quote, I'm not going to hold them hostage, speaking of the Packers. 2-5, should A-Rod want out of Green Bay? Time to go. Pack your bags. Pack the bags? Up. Yeah, A-Rod, time to go. This is the reason why. Every year we, we go through this, right? At a long press conference, he's talking about, yeah, I'm going to take some time off. You know, I'm going to think about if I want to play again. All that, all that, save all that. You're 39 years old. You've been there for 18 years, right? Mm-hmm. One championship. One championship, that's cool. Some, some people haven't won any championships. Take that ring and all them, and all them MVPs. Mm-hmm. Go to Vegas, right? Let's say Tom Brady doesn't go there. Go to Vegas, man. You're, you're 39. It's cold in Green Bay. Go, go, go get a dome, right? Vegas, go to dome, I think. Every once in a while, like, it has that, that, that relationship thing, like, occurs where I've been with this relationship for so long, and it's like give and take, and, you know, is it my fault or is it the franchise's fault? Let's just split ways, right? I think the franchise would be better without me, and, and, and I spent a great time there. Brett Favre went through it. Mm-hmm. it joy happens. Tom Brady had to leave Belichick. Now, sad for Belichick because we can see who he really is, but then Tom left, got another ring, playoffs, and their career goes on. I think he goes to, to, to the Raiders. Or a different team. Go to number one receiver. Devontae Adams. We backed again. Back together again. We get, the, get them, them MVP talks again. Get back in the number one seed. Battle Mahomes twice a year. Aaron, it's time to go, man. We love everything he did for us in Green Bay, but relationships go through this. My, <laughs> only, my only problem with that 2-5 is what Aaron Rodgers is trying to run from is himself. Everywhere you go, there you are. Where Aaron Rodgers is going to run to, the only problem is he's still going to be there. And Aaron Rodgers' biggest enemy is actually himself. His biggest enemy with the Packers wasn't the defense in totality. They were bad at times, but they were great in spots. His biggest problem with the Packers wasn't the receiving core. It was the fact that Aaron Rodgers didn't want to be present to help nurture the young receiving core. It's the fact that Aaron Rodgers didn't want to be present to help Christian Watson, to help Romeo Dobbs, that Aaron Rodgers didn't want to be present to make sure that everything offensively was clicking. So he can run to Las Vegas, but he's still going to be there. He can run to New York, but he's still going to be there. Aaron Rodgers has to fix himself before he can worry about anything else around him fixing. Christian Watson is a young, blossoming wide receiver. We saw that after week 
10. So is Aaron Rodgers going to try to go to another team? But if he's not committed to that other team, I think the Packers are going to have the exact same issues. Not the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is going to have the same but, issues. But how, though? How would I got to learn new offense? How can I skip out of, of minicamp, OTAs, some I already know. I've been there for 18 years. I already know this offense. But when I'm a new team, I got to be there for that. <laughs> I got to be there with this rookie because I'm a rookie again. Quick story. When Tom Brady, my last year with the Bucks, won the championship. <laughs> when we would go over to the, the, the install the plays to learn it from the, the coordinator, right, at the time Bruce Arians and um, 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 Leftwich, Brian Leftwich. Yep. He was in there learning again. Okay, so you okay? This protection is this okay? Taking notes, right? Doing everything. We were laughing because Grunt was like, you know, it's crazy shady. When we were when we were with the um, the Patriots, Tommy sometimes would install the plays. That's how long he'd been there, so he knew the offense. I ain't taking no notes. I already know what we about to say. I, I helped the coordinator put it in. So when you go to a new team, you can't miss them OTAs and uh, mini camps. I'm a rookie again. I gotta learn this playbook. So you you don't have you don't have that type of you. come on now. You gotta be you. there. Here's the thing. He's got a lot of similarities to that other quarterback that was there before him. <laughs> Number four, Brett Favre. And I don't, I don't know how, how favorably all of it is looked back on. I mean, now, obviously, yeah, it's a now. completely different situation. But yeah. before that happens as well. And Aaron did not have a good season. And it's getting, it's getting worse. I mean, two years ago, they were in the NFC Championship game. We'll see. Number one seed, mm-hmm. lost to a wild card team. Last year, first game at home, number one seed. Lost to the Jimmy Garoppolo Niners. And this year, they're at home. No seed. True. No seed. No seeds. No seeds. No home game. So it's also getting worse. And this year, it was really a lot of Aaron. It mm-hmm. wasn't like. I mean, I know the Correct. excuse machine will be fired up, but a lot of it was Aaron they not are. playing well. Mm-hmm. We watched that. So the question will be if he does leave Green Bay, which I don't think he should do. One, I, I, I think that he should finish his career in Green Bay, not because it's, you know, storybook or whatever. I'm not getting all romantic in that. It's, it's, it's $50 million, and this is, this is your home. This is where you've been. If you're going to start over, if you're going to go somewhere else, everything Shady just said applies. And you got to play for more years because ain't nobody trading for you doing this whole uh, thing. They, we, I'm not going through the toxic cycle with you, Aaron. Are you playing or are you not playing? Right. Are you going to be here or are you not going to be here? Because I'm not trading a haul, which we'll have to do to get Aaron Rodgers right. to Green Bay to bring him in. So Aaron's got to be sure and committed for multiple years in order to even go to another team. And he's got to go through that whole process. Now, look, I'm not, I'm not excited about the idea of Aaron Rodgers not playing football. I want to watch great players play football. Sure. It for doesn't sure. bring me any delight that Aaron Rodgers might not be in the NFL next year. Or the year after that. But what a, a change like that requires more than just, oh, I'm going to leave to, you know, greener pastures or something new. Also, like, what, what guarantee is there that there are greener pastures? Like, I'm, Tom Brady did it, and that's, that's awesome. And Tom Brady, we, uh, we all agree, is, like, on a different level from everybody else. But what is the guarantee that that's going to happen? I mean, we see what's going on with Russell Wilson. And to Joy's point, there's a decent comp in Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford's in a much different place in his career. Like, even with the Rams organization kind of falling apart around him, Matthew Stafford is like, I'm not retiring. Whereas this is year three or four where we're speculating about how much longer Aaron Rodgers wants to play. So how many teams want to deal with that, want to give up resources to deal with that, want to pay that salary, and then 
On top of that, are a good enough team that Aaron Rodgers would want to go there. I mean, Vegas sounds cool because Devontae Adams is there. They weren't a good team. Right. Do we think the Raiders were a better team than the Packers objectively this no. year? Even that, outside of quarterback. Even outside of quarterback. Like, Derek Carr is not the lone reason why the Raiders were not good this year. So, all of that said, I think you're – if you want to play, first of all, he needs to figure out if he wants to play. Go to wherever you go, Maui or Turks and Caicos. <laughs> I don't know. Wherever he goes, go figure that out. And if you want to play – I think your best place is in Green Bay. And honestly, y'all can roll your eyes. I think the bones of a good team are there. Like they've in Green got Bay? Yes. Oh, ain't no eye rolling. Resources on defense. Running backs. Running backs. Yeah. You gotta you gotta bolster the offensive yeah. line. You're good gonna, coaching staff. You feel better. Hey, now that you went yeah. through these growing pains with the young receivers, like you feel better about Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson than you did four months ago. Correct. The Packers have a good enough roster if they had a committed quarterback to be just fine yeah. with one good yep. draft and a couple good additions. I got you in the playoffs. Yeah, the Packers will be just fine if Roger stays around. Coming up, we got to take care of some family business. That means our speak standings. Where do we rank and who has the top spot? Shady going to be a lot more quiet this time around. I know I ain't losing. Boy, am I losing. Wait, the Packers, you think they'll be better off? Time for some family business. Every single week, all 18 weeks of the season, we pick the winners of each and every game. It's time to reveal the standings. Where do we all sit? Number one. Ha <laughs> ha. It's actually oh, still number one. It's a tight race. Tight. Uh, yeah, you're tied. Every week, oh, I, I have the man. best record of the four of us, and every week I don't gain ground. Yeah. Like this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you had that one, like, really I bad. I had a really That's bad what's that She got a nice beard right there, though. Nice beard. But listen, real quick. Um, <laughs> you was acting like you was winning or something. You were up by three last time. You, know, you was winning, though. Tied. Okay, you know, I'm not losing. How many games are in the playoffs? Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh, so it's like one season. One week. One I mean, week. Of, yeah, pretty much. You got bet on the wood, so I ain't worried about it. You see how he ain't talked as much this time around. <laughs> I like quiet. I'm at the top. That's the one I prefer. That's it for us. 